Huh. Come on, DJ, turn that up. You know that's the best part of the show. Uh. Hey! Brr. We back. We're back. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Keith Battle Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Battle. I'm here today with my producer, Ms. Asha Battle. My PA, Mr. Kendall Battle. It's a blessing to have my children work with me, help me out. They take a lot of pressure off me. I appreciate them. And today we have a special guest. We're going to be talking about fitness today. Health, nutrition, exercise, diet, fat. What if you got fat kids? <laughs> what if you're, how you tell you somebody you love they fat? That's not funny. We got a special guest from Ura Fitness, the CEO and founder, Mr. Darrell Joyner, is here with us. Former United States Marine Corps officer, Federal Air Marshal, has traveled the world, um, has done a lot of things, athlete, trainer. Uh, he's a certified master personal trainer, certified boot camp instructor. He's a TRX suspension pro, kettlebell kettlebell expert strength and conditioning instructor he details cars cuts hair on the side nutrition technician got probably it's all that my man thank you so much Darrell for being with us today appreciate you having me my man my man he is he is uh really committed to this work of really helping people live their best life and be healthy and fit and we're going to get right into this today, man. We got so many questions for you, so much to ask you about. First of all, oorah. Oorah. Where does What is that? What does oorah stand for? Where did it come from? Where yeah, did you get that from? Uh, great question. You know, oorah, um, when I came up with the name uh, 10 years ago to name my company, first of all, let me say, I didn't come up with the term oorah. Okay. But when I came up with a name for my company, I wanted something that was, that was meaningful, mm-hmm. more so to me than anybody else. Sure. And so the term oorah actually is uh, a term that we say in the Marine Corps. Yeah. It's a sense of accomplishment. It's a sense of motivation. And so yeah. when you do something, at the end of it, it's oorah. Yeah. You can even greet people, oorah. Yeah. You know? And so it meant something It's like to a me. fraternity kind Absolutely. of. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, when I would run on the treadmill, just run outside of workout in my head when I'm running with cages, I'm saying oorah to yeah. myself. And so I thought about it, and I just said, man, how would I spell it? Uh-huh. And uh, so I spelled it, you know, the best way I could, phonetically or whatever, and uh I ran with it. Yeah. You know, and, that, and so to this it's day. stuck. That's right. My man. Oorah. Y'all got it. Oorah. And he's based here in Maryland, Crofton, Maryland area. And we'll get more information about how people can reach out to you. Yes, sir. But today, you know, today's show to the audience, many of you are going to be reminded of things you already know. Some of you are going to be encouraged to do what you, you know to do. And then many of us will learn things that we don't know that are very helpful. And Darrell, I know there are a lot of things that, Someone like you with your experience and expertise could talk about, you could talk all day about fitness and nutrition and health. So because this is going to be like fitness for dummies, I want to kind of frame it with five words that I heard from a guy named Tyron Tyron Turner. He told me these five words that begin with an M, and I'd like to use those to kind of frame our conversation. And he talked about having the right mindset, making sure you're focusing on mobility, meals, muscles, and metabolism. So, so just so that our audience can remember, okay, those five M's, can we frame our discussion around those five things and just talk about them from your perspective, like like how important is a mindset? And you work with clients all the time from 
the corporate sector, athletes, fat pastors like me. Absolutely. What is what what do you find to be wh- when you hear mindset and fitness? What what comes to your mind? Like, well, my mindset definitely is the beginning. Okay. You know, and so I think the first step for anyone that's looking to either better themselves, get back to fitness, or just try fitness is you got to be brave enough just to kind of like have the mindset and say, I want to try it. Okay. That's step one. All right. Step two within the mindset is that first point of contact, so that mm-hmm. connection. So mm-hmm. that trainer, that introduction, whoever it's going to be is really important because you may have a shaky mindset. You mm-hmm. might be nervous. You might be afraid. All types of th- feelings and emotions are going through you. And so for me as a trainer, it's, it's extremely important that I respect this person for one, being brave just to come up to me and talk to me about it and mm-hmm. take that chance. And mm-hmm. two, it's, it's even more important that I establish a connection. Mm-hmm. And so my goal is to, when they come in a room, is to lower the tension and, and, and rise, raise up with the comfort. And so tension mm-hmm. level low, comfort level high. Mm-hmm. And let's just have a conversation and let them talk about themselves for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's two things I like to say people need to be to su- successful in anything. This is with the mindset. And that's desire and discipline. Desire and discipline. Desire and discipline. And so mm-hmm. we all have great desire to do things, but mm-hmm. most of us lack in the discipline area, discipline mm-hmm. department, so to speak. And so with the desire. Like we want to be healthy. Absolutely. Nobody wants to be unhealthy. And, and, but right. but, but there, there, there are some common barriers that we all have, you mm-hmm. know, lack of knowledge, don't yeah. know how to get started, don't right. have motivation, or just don't know what to do. Right. And so if you can be honest with yourself and say that's you, yeah. Then you just have to open up and get in community with somebody or a group of people or something to help you. Right. And just say, I need help. Right. You know, it's, it's the same thing that you just say, put it up in the air. You got to pray on it. Yeah. Obviously, there's some works that come behind it. And that's mm-hmm. the discipline part. But, I mean, that's the first step. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, saying I'm sick and tired of being tired. My mother used to say it when we were a kid. You mm-hmm. know, it's, I'm just sick and tired of being tired. And mm-hmm. just got to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And so, but I think from the receiving end as a trainer, I got to be really, really quick to listen and slow to speak and just mm-hmm. let them have that moment to talk about themselves and then see where I can fit in. So you, you, you just, you took my mind somewhere else when you said your mother, you say I'm sick and tired of being tired. Some people say I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. But when you say, when, when someone says that and they're talking about their energy level, one of the things that I, that I want to know how this works scientifically, what's the science behind it? Why is it that being fit gives you more energy? It seems like if you got to go to the gym, right, and burn energy and use muscle and everything, it seems like that would make you more exhausted, like you have less energy. Is that – but this, it's actually opposite, right? What, and why? how does it work? How does fitness and energy connect? It is. And so we're going to jump a little bit because now we're talking about the metabolism. So, like, look okay, at Okay, so that's, your, that's the other word. Right, so looking at your word. kids, I mean, they're young, and so they just have this gifted metabolism, genetics and all that. And so they can right. do what they want to do, eat what they want to eat, because they have this fan that's just spinning on high. Right. Nothing's right. going to stick. Well, right. that's not the case in point as we get older. You know, right. as we get older, things start to slow down. Yeah. And so whatever we eat sticks, nothing's burning. We're yeah. not moving. And so obviously it's getting heavier, which is also draining our energy. Mm. And so when you start talking about working out to increase your metabolism or putting yourself in a metabolic state, is mm-hmm. another word for it, is it's always best, in my opinion, based on military studies, law enforcement, even athletes, is to do it first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. You look at yourself from the standpoint when you wake up, you're at 100%, provided mm-hmm. you got proper rest, which we're going to that as well. Right. You're at 100%. And so the best time to get anything from yourself is when you're at 100%. Mm. And so what you're doing is you're kind of creating a deficit 
Mm-hmm. You're making space just in case you make some bad decisions. So you're going to burn out some calories. Okay. You're going to also take your metabolism when you wake up, which is like a level one because I'm 46 now. Mm-hmm. But by the time I finish the workout, I'm like at a level 10, okay. which means throughout the day as I go, just in case I eat some donuts or whatever it is, Come I get on. a better chance of Don't. burning through it and still moving. Plus, I'm going to have if more energy. If you start your day. If you start your day like that. Now, what about people who work out at night, like late at night? You see guys in the gym like 1130, midnight, and is that is that is that doing something? Well, it's effective. It's just not as effective in my opinion because, okay. again, we're talking about the metabolism again. So at the night, it's going to have the same effect. It's just that now you're going to start with a heavier load. You've been eating throughout the day. Think about this. Uh, Food is all in your system. Got you. You've burned probably through most of your percentage, meaning like you're probably like 40% left. Uh-huh. And so now we're going to try to get 100% from 40%. Just not going to happen. Got so it. you're not going to be as effective as you would earlier today. And not only that, now you've boosted your metabolism, mm-hmm. which means it's going to be hard for you to go to sleep. Wow. So if you can't go to sleep and you're up late at night, what are you going to do? You're going to eat. Wow. Wow. So that's like, yeah. So so we talked about mindset being you know, having the humility to know that I need help and reaching out and being able to do that. And the metabolism piece about um how to get into a, what do you call it, a metabolic zone? Metabolic state. A metabolic state. Absolutely. Which, again, by definition is? Basically just getting your body to continue to burn for you burn throughout the day. Okay. Right. And so most of us have a resting metabolism at whatever number it is just from not moving. Based on I just wake up every day and I make my bed, I go to work, I'm probably going to burn a set amount of calories. Right. Well, I want to increase that so I can have a better deficit because I know I'm going to eat or consume calories throughout the day and so i want to make sure that it's not sticking or either i'm not going to gain as much weight from it and so it's important that you put yourself there so you can have a better chance to just kind of like burn through especially if you are a snacker or you like to eat you know sugary drinks and things of that nature so 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 hopefully before we're done you'll get into some of the ideal workouts to to maximize that metabolic state absolutely And, and i wanted to touch on when you talked about the difference with fat and and muscle when we talked about energy because here here's a here's a Case in point, if mm-hmm. myself and somebody right next to me, we're the same height, same weight, mm-hmm. but I'm 10% body fat and the other person's 30% body fat, mm-hmm. because I have the amount of muscle, which we're going to go into soon, I'm going to burn more calories just at a resting state. Because, because I have more there. muscle. Absolutely. Muscle so burns twice as much calories as fat does just sitting. And I heard it takes up, does it, is it lighter or is it, it heavier? Up, it takes or is up, it up less, less space. space. It takes up gotcha. less space. So the best way to look at muscle and fat is like this because they weigh the same, meaning like muscle is muscle, fat is fat. Right, same so weight. So if you get take two pillows, visualize two pillows on your on your bed. They both right. weigh the same. They look the same. Right. If you take one and you squeeze it together as hard as you can, right. you just change the shape, which is resistance, working out, exercise. It's smaller, but guess what? It's tighter, uh-huh. but it still weighs the same. Because it's just, it's just contoured differently. You contoured differently, and you added some resistance and movement to it. Nice, 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 nice. So, so – that that raises another question. I want to go into mobility next. As we talked about, we talked about mindset. We talked about metabolism and a little bit about muscle. But so a lot of people focus just on the weight. Like like I just want to lose weight, right? But what you just said is you can have two people the same weight, but a person be healthier because their their weight is more constituted with muscle Absolutely. than fat. So. How important is weight loss in that situation? Well, it depends on each search. Right, it depends on each person. So yeah. you have people that is clinically obese, which is like barely above 27% body fat, and then morbidly obese, which is beyond 32, 34% body fat. Morbidly obese 
if you were my client, I'm going to be focused on getting the weight off a little bit faster only because you won't be able to be as mobile and there's more chances of you hurting yourself because of the extreme amount of weight on your joints. So that's yeah. going to be a concern, number one. But just in the general uh, stance of losing weight, mm -hmm. most people don't understand, especially when they get into these fasts and diets and stuff like mm -hmm. that, they're dropping the extreme amount of weight pretty quickly. However, they're losing muscle first. Mm. They're losing muscle, so really they become a skinny fat, and they're mm -hmm. fatter on the inside and less healthier on the inside. Mm -hmm. and they're just concerned about the outside. But those people, when I call them skinny fat, they can't do one or two push-ups because mm. there's no muscle there to support them. Mm. So wow, wow, wow. All the skinny fat people said, ouch, on that. Absolutely. I could feel them. Just like cringe. Like I've been just trying to just reduce and get back in. You know, I just want to get back into my old clothes. You know, it's important that, uh, you know, when people come in again, going back to the beginning of that connection is, you know, is one thing that I always say. Let's check the vanity at the door and mm -hmm. let's enjoy the journey. It's the process. Check the vanity at the door and, and, and enjoy, the journey. enjoy the journey. It's the process. It didn't happen overnight. It ain't going away overnight. Right. This is a series of bad decisions, no decisions, or some decisions that just kind of took you in. The body is set up to fight off fat, to fight off diseases and things like that. So it takes a lot of bad decisions unless you're just one of those people that were just born with, you know, type 1 diabetes mm -hmm. or some other issues. There's nothing you can do about it. But for mm -hmm. the most part, it's four things you got to do. You got to eat right. Mm -hmm. You got to sleep tight, mm -hmm. you got to stress less, you got to move more. Mm -hmm. And with those four, movement, which is what we're still talking about, if you mm -hmm. exercise, mm -hmm. which is movement, it's going to make you hungry. It's going to mm -hmm. make good decisions. If you exercise, it's going to make you sleepy. Mm -hmm. You got to go to bed. And if mm -hmm. you exercise, it's naturally. Say was, start over, start over. So if you exercise, right. it's going to make you hungry. Right. Make good decisions with your food. Right. If you exercise, mm -hmm. it's going to make you sleepy. Okay. Go to bed. All don't right. fight it. And if you exercise, it's going to reduce stress. It's going to reduce stress or help you manage stress because if you're in there doing whether it's boxing, lifting weights, you're not focused on emails, mm -hmm. family issues, or whatever it is mm -hmm. you have. You focus on whatever this trainer is telling you to do, mm -hmm. boot camp instructor, or just the workout that you're trying to get through. Mm -hmm. And naturally, it's just going to help your body reduce stress. So exercise is a pivotal piece. Pivotal piece. Got to move more. Got to keep move moving. Move more. Movement. So it gets to mobility. Like, one of the things that, that maybe um, goes as we get older, you find that people are less flexible, a lot of joint um, limitations, limitations in movement, arthritis. Like, how important is mobility and flexibility as we o as we age? And 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 that being a part of the workout routine, because you don't see that. You just see people in the gym doing bicep curls yeah. or benching, right? Then. They we can't, can't get a quarter they, off they, the floor. They, they can't scratch their back. They can't <laughs> bend over getting up without getting hurt. And when nephews and nieces come, they can't get up and pick them up out the car, any of that. And wow. so I think that there's a lot of misinformation out here, mm -hmm. one, uh, especially guys. And I used to be one who was chasing my younger self. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I was ripped up. I was cut up in my 20s and my mm -hmm. 30s. Now mm -hmm. I'm in my 40s, almost 50. Mm -hmm. Things are starting to stick a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. So I have to adjust and, sh and shift in that direction and just – kind of be the best version of me today. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about movement, talking about mobility and flexibility, it's extremely important mm -hmm. because, I mean, it pays dividends down the road when you can, you know, still use your transverse muscles going side to side without having back issues when you're still keeping your, your core region tight, mm -hmm. you know, which is needed to be able to do things, to lift things. When you know how to properly bend over and do a lunge to pick up something and you're not really straining your back, mm -hmm. right? And so that flexibility is pivotal for whatever you do. And so a lot of people today just don't function, don't really focus rather on functional movement. They're thinking, I just want to get this muscle. But yeah. they gain the muscle, but they can't move the muscle. 
And wow. it comes around, you see a lot of guys walking around like yeah, this. Yeah, 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 swole. And they, and they swole. That's it. Bro, they, swole. When, they, when they turn around, they get, get turned the whole body around. He's a security guard. And that's it. And so, yeah. you know, my thing is, but what, what are you going to do with that? It looked good <laughs> right, from right, a distance, right, right. but I mean, it's not a whole lot you can do with that unless you're going to go up on the stage and do a bodybuilding show, which it was designed for. Right. And so I'm big on mobility and functional movement. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to make sure that, you know, if you drop something, not only can you pick it up, but you know how to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Because without if you, injuring yourself. Without injuring yourself. You know, I had one of my clients who's 70. It was great for her to tell me, hey, I slipped and fell in the church. And she was most impressed because she was able to grab the rail and pull herself back up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just because mm-hmm. she was mobile enough, she was strong enough, mm-hmm. and she was thoughtful enough to do it. Most people would just fall and broke something else. And so it just kind of set herself up for success in doing so. So it's extremely important. You you mentioned something because this is, you know, our audience can't see you, can't see us. But you mentioned something called transverse muscles. Yeah, so transverse. So there is there is. Transverse is a movement, so there's three planes of motion with the body. Mm-hmm. And so when you're exercising, you want to think about all three of those planes. So we have a sagittal plane, a frontal plane, and a transverse plane. Okay. Sagittal plane is probably the plane that we use most. That's front to back. We walk forward, we back up, right. we pull things, we push things. That's the sagittal motion. That's what most of us do. Right. A frontal plane is an exercise like a jumping jack. Okay. So we don't do too much side kicks and moving out to the side or punching out to the side. We mm-hmm. should do more of that. Mm-hmm. Instructors should make sure that you're doing that. Transverse is the one right here. When you're rotating around, rotating. you can think about the plane. So whether it's a exercise called a Russian twist or playing mm-hmm. golf or baseball, mm-hmm. using those muscles because on mm-hmm. in your abdomen area, you have three day- layers. You got your abs, you got your transverse muscle, then you have another belt that goes all the way around. So if we mm-hmm. think about like Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods probably never be the golfer he was before because his ability to, with that transverse movement, he could turn all the way around and wrap around. But once mm-hmm. he finally tapped out and injured that and they repaired it, his mobility is limited. Mm-hmm. So now he's forced to play a game in a way that he's never played it. Mm. He was used to wow. turning all the way around. Now he's normal. Now he's normal. Wow. Wow. Do you think, I mean, this is just a stab in the dark. You think it could have been prevented or you think just the torque? On his body for so long, it's just inevitable that he was going to break yeah, down it's that inevitable. way. Yeah, it's just like stretching a Band-Aid. I'm oh, not a Band-Aid, but a rubber band over and over, yeah. all the way to its furthest point. Eventually, it's going to start starting start a little white. You know, with yeah. the red bu- rubber bands, when they start looking white, when they get stretched out uh-huh. too far, I think eventually it will pop. Yeah. yeah. Wow, wow. Or stay stretched out. Yeah, yeah. Now, even though we, we you know, we kind of, you know, jested a little bit about the big muscle kind of muscle-bound dude that's walking around the gym, he's swole and kind of, you know. But but muscle development is important, right? And, to, and and so to what degree? If you And how do you build muscle, by the way? Well, one, muscle development is extremely important. It's important that you have a balanced amount of muscle. Mm-hmm. So your body, if you think about it in terms of percentages, 100%, right? Mm-hmm. So 60 to 70% of that is water and bones. Mm-hmm. So that leaves you 30 to 40%. Mm-hmm. And to be balanced, whether it's 20% muscle, 20% body fat, is pretty good. I mm-hmm. tell people if you can get under 20% to 17%, you start to see your abs, mm-hmm. you know, as far if that's your goal. Really? And, and, and where do you measure? How do you get that measured? Do they have, how do you how do you, how you can go find that out? How yeah, do you so go find that out? Most I mean? trainers use electronic devices where it's a handheld and it's just basically computing off of your rhythms from your heart rate, mm-hmm. a pulse driven type thing, and it counts based on your age, your height, your weight, mm-hmm. and male or female, and it's gonna mm-hmm. give you a number of kickback. The accuracy with that is about two to three percent. Next one's the old school caliper when they kind of pinch you. You say the accurate it's, it's within two to three percent accuracy. Up or down. I Correct. got you. It's close yeah. though. It's pretty right. close. And yeah. so you can use that still. As you progress down and the that's road. And that's something that a trainer would have. What is that called? 
It's like, just a body, gonna, body fat tester. So is there any way just regular June Jackson and Joe Absolutely. Jackson you, can, you go can go to right do their you, own? You can Google it right online, body fat tester, handheld body fat tester. And EMI you can go purchase tester. your own. You can purchase your own. It's about $35. Is there any, how much? About $35. Really? Absolutely. Wow. But I would, you can I would, self-test? You can self-test. You just put your numbers in. But, you know, a lot of people get extreme and they get carried away and they're looking at it every day. It's like the same person who looks at the scale every day, hoping it's changing. Yeah. That doesn't work for me. Right. So the body fat test is a good indicator. Yeah. I was going to say the best way to get your body fat percentage tested is to do a body dunk or body immersion into water, mm-hmm. which generally is going to give you like 100% accuracy. But most yeah. people aren't. Somebody University of Maryland or something like that where they submerge your body into right. some water and pull you out. Yeah, I, I like, I mean, for me, if I look at the scale every day, unless it's going down, I'm going to get discouraged. Particularly if I eat good a couple of days and work out hard, if I don't see the results on the scale, I'm going to be like, man, well, what's the point? Or the opposite. If I eat if I eat my donuts, you know I'm a donut man. If I eat donuts and I, like, say lose a pound that week, I'm like, come on, man. What's up with this? Like, so I got, I got, I got to, I got to stay away from it from the standpoint. I just use, I just use, I try to use how my clothes fit. And that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. And so for me, I stand next to a lot of people that are much bigger than me, mm-hmm. uh, but they think that they weigh a whole lot more than me. And it turns out that I probably weigh more than them mm-hmm. because again, we talked about muscle is tight and more dense. Yeah. Where fat takes up more space. And mm-hmm. so I mean, I weigh two fifteen. Mm-hmm. You know. And so mm-hmm. for me. I'm not necessarily looking for the weight to come down, but mm-hmm. I just check the waistline every now and then. Right. I want right. to see if I can still get them pants from 10 years ago. Right. I keep right. a couple pair of pants. I don't wear them no more, but I put right. them on just in case. Just you know, just see, to see where if you I are. Still getting that blazer, and actually, I've gotten smaller. I mean, I had an injury, and so my muscle mass mm-hmm. has gotten smaller. So now I'm at a point where I'm thinking, like, man, I lost. It's it's amazing because we're talking about this too. In six months, because I injured myself the day before Super Bowl this mm-hmm. year, and I lost probably a full jacket size of muscle. Mm. And so I have to sit here and think, do I want to really go back through all what I had to go through to get that muscle? Mm-hmm. And I probably don't at 46. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go back to benching 315 and mm-hmm. all the reps and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm at a place myself where I'm, I have to find this happy medium and be okay. Mm-hmm. And it's even more antagonizing for me when I go in the gym and I see guys doing stuff that I used to do. Yeah. But this injury is telling me, you 46, don't pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Listen to your body. Listen to your body, for sure. You know? what, do you, what do you do on those occasions, I'm assuming, you know, on your, you know, 20-plus year journey in this business, that there have been some times where you you put on something and maybe it was tight. You're like, man, I got to do something. Like, have you ever had that experience where your clothes weren't fitting you the way they're supposed to? I was worse than that. I had I had Tina <laughs> say, what's going on, baby? Because men, we don't, we don't ever look in the mirror and look behind ourselves. We just okay. look in the mirror and look in the front. Right. And so the fat gathers behind the love yeah. handles. They come around. Yeah. Like a tire, and then yeah. it comes up, and then it pushes out. Yeah. That's the order. It comes around, wow. connect, comes up, wow. push out. I must be in, sta- in the final <laughs> stages, baby. You understand what I'm saying? And so to hear her say, ugh, you know, hold it and grab it. Yeah. And, say, and with a smile, you ain't really smiling. I, and I'm hurting right now when yeah. you say that. And so, yeah, I've had those moments. Uh, so what, you know, I'm, I'm always looking for a quick fix, and I know it's not a quick one. What do you do? What do you do? Like when you say, uh-oh. I'm getting I'm getting soft in 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 the middle or whatever. What what do you what do you focus on if you from the scientific standpoint? Like, well, well, to be honest with you, um, that's about it. It, it. I had to be truthful with myself and I'm be transparent with you. So mm-hmm. when I left 
you know, um, law enforcement and the federal government and mm-hmm. all that. And I started working for myself and started going to the gym by myself. Mm-hmm. I felt like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I understand why now. It took a while for me to figure this out. I've never really been able to do this by myself. Mm. Never. I've always had coaches, instructors, mm-hmm. standards, SOPs, mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. that I had to meet to and compete for. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like I had this Bentley body, mm-hmm. but I had a team of mechanics always working with me, mm-hmm. saying, do this, do that, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. So when I walked away just for my Bentley and no mechanics, mm-hmm. I know how to do it, but I didn't have the drive to do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the accountability to do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the motivation. So the first thing I did was I hired a boxing conditioning coach because I said, that's something new. Mm-hmm. It kind of tightened me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I had somebody teaching me something that I didn't know. Yeah. Versus me just being with another trainer. I know most of that stuff, so mm-hmm. I don't want to get in your way and say, oh, I'm good. I can do that. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing things that was going to be new to me to kind of motivate me again. And so still to this day, I jump in classes. I jump mm-hmm. in a spin class every now and then. I mm-hmm. might do some yoga. You know, I jump in a boot camp, not mine. You know, and mm-hmm. so I understand that I, too, need accountability. Got you. Because that Bentley will be a bucket. I was driving around like a Honda. No no offense to <laughs> Honda drivers. I'll just let you know. <laughs> so so one of the things that people people wrestle with is time. Right. People are so busy. Kids, business, work, church, community service, getting their hair done, all this stuff. Like, what do you say to the person who really has the mindset? I need to do something. They even have the desire. That's great. Maybe even the discipline. Awesome. But they can't work that gym piece in. Like, I know a lot of things you do that, that not all trainers do is you do a lot of creative work. You told me that you can help people just do stuff in their house. In their house. So there's somebody listening right now and saying, oh, please show me that. Because, you know, when people listen to that, they say, okay, I got to go get my gym membership. I got to go to LA Fitness. I got to go to Goals or whatever and pay them, sit down with the salesperson, buy the package, right? But you, you, your experience, that's not necessarily something that they have to do. What can somebody do in their house? Absolutely. So first thing is you can master you, master your own body weight. Just about everything you can do with machinery, you can find a way to do with your body weight, whether it be a squat, a lunge, push-ups for your chest, Mm -hmm. you know, towels and different things behind your neck just for flexibility and movement on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. And so I'm a firm believer that when you tend to make muscle with the muscle you already have with your own body weight, Mm -hmm. it lasts a lot longer versus Mm. the commercial uh, weights and everything that you're going to get from the gym. Because, I mean, my thing is if you – develop a chest or massive arms from lifting 315 pounds or more, mm-hmm. then you have to continue to do that to keep it. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand that you're going to get older. Your joints are going to get a little weaker. You're mm-hmm. going to become more sore. And you're not going to want to do that. Case mm-hmm. in point is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. He's not Conan the Barbarian anymore. There's mm-hmm. no way he can do what he used to do. Yeah. A lot of these bodybuilders, when they come out of that world, they transition. Mm-hmm. They have to find a way to do so and make sure that they're still looking lean. So to me, the best shape I've ever been in my life is in boot camp in the Marine Corps. And we didn't lift one weight. It was mm. all body weight, jumping jacks, running, sprints, mountain climbers, mm. burpees, and things of that nature. And so I know it can happen. Mm-hmm. It's just about knowing how to do it and making sure that, you know, whether you're watching an instructional video just on body weight, mm-hmm. whether you got some sliders to help you slide and just get a little bit more flexibility and movement. I think that you could do anything in your house, especially when it comes to time management. Mm-hmm. You know, understand that you don't get the time back, number one, mm-hmm. but making the best out of the time that you do have, whether it's four minutes or six minutes. I even tell, you know, uh, my fiance Tina, because she works from home 100%. She's an attorney. Mm-hmm. So we got her to stand up desk. That was one thing. Well, that's not enough. I said every hour, take five minutes out of the hour. I want you to do some burpees, some jumping jacks, some push-ups or something, because she's mm-hmm. home by herself. Mm-hmm. I want to get that blood circulating. A lot of people don't understand that at the bottom of your feet, 
is where most of the blood gathers, mm-hmm. and it just pools. It just mm-hmm. sits there mm-hmm. because we just sit here. Mm-hmm. And even standing up is not moving it. you got to bend your legs, bend your mm-hmm. knees so that blood can recirculate and go through. Mm-hmm. Because if not, you're going to have leaky blood. You're going to have blood that's sitting there, and it's starting to push out mm-hmm. different things within your blood. The next thing you know, you're talking about you don't have proper you know, circulation or sensation in your toes and things like that. And mm-hmm. we're seeing more Foot people go to sleep. We're seeing more people going to dialysis or diagnosed mm-hmm. with type 2 diabetes or amputations and things of that mm-hmm. nature. When it's a simple change that you can do. Whether it's two minutes or four minutes, just start doing it daily and just build on it. But definitely active. at home. Be active. Keep moving. So so are there any videos? Okay, so if a person is going to go get an instructional video, is that just a Google thing? Do you go or is any way you recommend? And then secondly, what you mentioned sliders. Is it anything they could get in the house? Like if you're going to get anything, go get this. Is it stability ball? Is it? Is it the strap things? What, what would you say if somebody's got minimal resources to make an investment in their fitness? What should they get in their house? Like, hey, get this, and then you can. You can build around it. Yeah. Right. What, what I would, would say you get? some resistance bands. Resistance bands. Resistance, resistance, resistance bands. You can, you can bands. 10 pounds, 15 pounds, maybe 20 pounds. And you can go to Target. You can go online, mm-hmm. various places. And it's a minimum investment, less than $20 for a set of resistance bands. I think mm-hmm. once you do that, there's so many different moves you can do. And mm-hmm. once you get the bands, if you don't know what to do, you can Google exercise what resistance bands. YouTube or anything Abs- like that. Absolutely. There's a Got ton of information it. out here. Yeah. You just want to make like sure that. that you link up to the right one that's going to be informative for you. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. How about this? I got a couple of questions that uh, I got from my producer. Are we supposed to work out every day? I do. Seven it's days a week. Seven days a I week. I saw you at the gym Sunday. Every day. You oh. didn't even think you were going to see me there, did I didn't you? Think I was off. I was off. <laughs> I, so I was yeah. too. I was getting ready for the 1130 service. Yeah. You saw me about 10 o'clock. I try to go to – so this is my secret, right? So my wife said, why you go all the way to that gym? I say I said because the gym that I usually go to, a lot of people from our church are there. And if they see me in there, they may decide not to go to church. And I don't – so I try not to make that up. That's very true. Yeah, so I just try to go somewhere with nobody – but then it happened there. I saw you and I saw a couple of other people. So, But anyway, yeah, you work out seven days a week. I do something seven days a week. It's something. I do okay, something what do you mean by that? Uh, well, you know, I don't always go to the gym, but I do something. You know, so right now I'm doing a push-up challenge. Okay. And a push-up challenge for the group that I'm doing it with is 100 push-ups every day. Mm-hmm. And so it's not straight, but, I mean, it's something. Okay. You know, um, whether it's a squat challenge or plank or something. So for me personally, it's therapeutic for me too. It's a way that I am able to think more about business, family, and it just allows me to, the brain to be able to be a lot more free with the blood circulation for me personally. So I've been doing it forever. So you're going to do some form of exercise every, every day. day. Every day. It's it's to okay. me, exercise is like eating, breathing, and sleeping. You got to get it, it in. Gotta okay. Get it in. Next question. Um, workout apps. Just from a millennial. Are there, any, are there any apps? I'm going to tell them to hold off and wait for DarrellJoiner.com. DarrellJoiner.com. <laughs> you heard that? That's coming real soon. But, um, you know, there's there's so many out here. Okay. Um, I mean, you can always probably go with the bigger name brands, you know, who mm-hmm. probably a little bit safer. Under Armour has one now. I think they mm-hmm. bought into something. Nike has one. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just you just want to make sure that it's – it's instructional to the point where you can receive it and get it. So I'm not really huge on apps. I'm big mm-hmm. on, you know, face-to-face instruction because as a trainer, I want to be able to correct your squat. I don't want to see you starting right. to injure things and things like that. That's nature. right, because if they're just looking at a video, you yeah. don't know if they're doing Nobody's it right. Correct. And so trust me, I was a P90X king when it first came out back in the day. And, you know, even though I can do it, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it got a lot of shelf life. And that's yeah. what most people, they buy into this stuff and they don't do it. 
Here's another question about diet. Here's some diet questions. Is it true that abs are made in the kitchen? Have you ever heard that? Absolutely. I hear it all the time. Okay. Uh, yes and no. Okay. I mean, you, you can eat real clean unless you just gift it probably like your son who probably got every ab right now just because he's – Let me see your abs. Just me. because he's thin. You, know, you got a six-pack? And he has a good metabolism, so they're there. But for people – Do you work out? For people like us, you know, no. Y'all can't hear. That's my son. He's in here. You need some resistance. You got to go do something. You know, so – but the making in the kitchen is – Kendall's skinny fat then. Right. Right. No, I think think he has a lot of muscle, and he'll he'll lose it over time if you don't keep – if you don't keep it. So, for me, I was – You work out. I hear you doing stuff in your room. Yeah. You do push-ups and sit-ups and stuff? You don't? Oh, okay. So yeah, he's just lean. he's lean and lucky. Lean and lucky. Lean and lucky. And so so what about abs? Where you said yeah, you can you, eat clean. You can eat clean, but you still you got to move. You need some resistance. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, you have to do actual they go together. crunch. They go together. But definitely the food part outweighs the movement part. Oh, it does. You can't outtrain a bad diet. Woo! Hold it. You cannot outtrain a bad diet. Cannot outtrain a bad diet. Mm. I want you to think about this. So I just showed a visual to some people. I said, well, if you eat that donut. It's going to take like 160 squats just to start burning through it. Uh, and so here, here's a great example. This you know past how many donuts I eat, man? <laughs> I don't want to tell you. I'm this past weekend, that. I was stuck at the mall with four ladies all mm-hmm. looking for stuff for a wedding. You had to do so much of your time. Guess what I did? I first got a Cinnabon. Yeah. That's 800 calories. Lord have mercy. And then I went to McDonald's and got the cheap ice cream. Wow. I don't even know what that the was. soft serve. I like that. I had to have yeah. it. Right? Got that. You got it in a cone or a cup? In a cup. So you didn't eat the little waffle? Only because I kept seeing the lady put her hands on it. Yeah, yeah. And then I went over and got the pretzel. I got the oh pretzel. Oh, my God. Not, not even the plain one. I'm talking about with the cinnamon sugar yes, on it. And I ate all of it. And I, got a, and I got a Slurpee. I ate all that in one day. And you're was, a Snickers dude. And I'm a Snickers. I was mad I didn't have one of those, too. But I, I put in about 2,500 calories of pure nothing. You know, this is, this is first of all, this is so relieving to see a man like you, fitness man, man cut up like that. And he in there eating Slurpees and pretzels. I'm about to give me a donut today. <laughs> it's, it's just it's, it's, if you can do it. But what's what's your point? There you go. You can't out, you can't can't out train a bad diet. I'll train a bad but diet. But you can come back when you got stuff in place. You follow what I'm saying? So uh-huh. when I got home, I had the discipline. I was already saying as soon as I get home, I know goes gym stay over 24 hours. I'm going to the gym. Don't say nothing. I Even though it wasn't out. in the morning, you're you gonna morning. pay for I just what you gonna did. pay for it tonight, and I want to get as much out of it. I didn't burn 2,500 calories. I burned at least a good thousand. Yeah, you know, put myself back in position, metabolism. To recover, absolutely, absolutely. Man, those don't that stuff cost. Cost. It's like it's not just what you paid the vendor to get it. You pay your body pays. Absolutely. Watch this because we're gonna go into nutrition. Most people can't eat three pieces or three chicken breasts mm-hmm. or just two back to back. Sure. That's like eight hundred calories, nine hundred calories. But you can eat a cinnabon and probably two back to back. Yeah. And there is no nutritional value to come from it. Mm. At least it's some protein in the chicken. Protein in the chicken. But you can't even eat you can eat as many of them cinnabons, you don't even feel it. That's when they call you just eating empty calories. You know, in my family and and that's not an excuse, but like in our house, right? Like my wife and I try to, you know, get good stuff in the house. But like our our kids, they'll bring in stuff, man. They like like Kendall because he 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 doesn't pay for yeah. it yet. Like he'll have cookies or Oreos or stuff, man. And I I but I've been good lately. I've been good. But you're right. Like I can eat I can eat a bag a red bag 
that red bag of Chippewas, I can eat a bag of it. Yeah. There's and, no question. And if you look at the and soda I, sauce. And I, I, I definitely don't read. I don't want to go through that. I don't want to know what I just did. But so I don't know how many calories is in a whole hey, bag. But hey, I, hey. I can get a sleeve. I can do a sleeve during a game, just the whole sleeve. But people don't understand why they're not losing weight. Every yeah. calorie count. Yeah. Everything you – I mean, I like Chick-fil-A. I, and I try to get the small kids meal, right? Mm-hmm. It says 340 calories. Mm-hmm. That's just So small you pay nugget. attention to that stuff. Absolutely. Small nugget, and I get the fries, and I even get the little chocolate milk. That's what I would count in the milk. That's 340 calories. But guess what? If I get two barbecue sauces, which is what I need, that's 80 calories in each pack. And a barbecue sauce. And it's a barbecue sauce. That's just Chick-fil-A. So you, you, so, so you part of your diet, you keep track you of it. You got to keep track. Uh, Every calorie count. I mean, because you got you to think about just na- just me personally. I probably burn 2,000 calories without exercising or nothing, just based on my lifestyle. I'm moving around. I'm shaking and moving. So I'm going to burn 2,000 calories. If I like my weight and I don't want to lose weight, I have to set myself up for success. Now, I might eat 3,000 calories of food throughout the day. Mm-hmm. What does it tell you? I got a 1,000 calorie surplus. Mm-hmm. If I eat like that and don't do anything about that surplus in probably three days I'm going to gain a pound because 3,500 calories is one pound. Mm. So, But I haven't, inqu- I haven't added in my workout. My workout might be 1,000 calories. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, so I'm going to be back down to zero. And so I try to get people to at least burn at least 500 calories below the deficit, whether it's through your workout, cutting your meals a little bit, but together. Because in seven days, it's going to give you 3,500 calories, and you just lost a pound. Mm. But you got to play with the numbers. you got to know your numbers. That's the science of it, you man. See, I think, I think the thing is that you guys who do this professionally know the science behind it. Like, you're actually th- – that's what I call it. Like, my, my, I had an uncle. He's deceased now, and he taught me the game of – of cards, one-on-one spades. Like, most people play spades and it's a table, but he told me, showed me how to play one-on-one. Like, and and he would beat me all the time. He says, you don't know the science of it. And after a while, I started understanding what do you do to avoid getting trapped in the game. It's like chess. And that's where I think the difference is, that you you guys have an understanding of the science behind metabolism and fat burning and weight reduction and pa- gaining pounds like i would never do that kind of math i think that should be put into something like a little pamphlet or something if you hit this goal you're gonna lose a pound because i'm thinking all i get is a pound for 3500 calories burned that's all i'm gonna lose that's it that's if i'm eating good that's it but the thing is you could put most people eat 3500 calories in one sitting exactly I can do that. Big I can Mac pull that meal, off. Super Man, size. Oh, here's the thing, right? So I come from a background where we would have like like you was soft if you couldn't eat a couple of plates. Like look at you. We'd go to buffets, like back in the day there was has a place called Duff's and Horn and Horns. I remember that. And we go to America Great American Buffet. I used to go to Horn like, and Horn. Come sure. on, man. You get right. you we just getting started. Bunch of dudes in there like, man, I'm gonna start, you know, with with in, in like you were soft if you couldn't go up three or four times, man. You'd be in there till you would fall asleep, unbuckling your pants. I mean, that's 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 kind of old now. You don't see a lot of people doing that anymore. But it is – I do not keep track of what I'm putting in as far as calories. I do watch what I'm eating, but not how much of it. Right. And what's even more important to that is the nutrition of the food. 
because that's what's really getting people sick today. That's mm-hmm. what's really causing people to have hypertension, diabetes, high blood pressure, so forth and so on, high cholesterol. Mm-hmm. It's because there's not enough nutrients inside the food. People mm-hmm. just eat empty calories, going back to a Cinnabon, potato chips. Mm-hmm. There's nothing nutritional about that. It mm-hmm. just makes you feel good, and because it does, you can eat a lot of it. Taste buds. And you're not feeding your organs. You're not feeding the muscle. You're not feeding the body what it needs, and so therefore the body's going to start to implode and fail because it's not getting enough. Case in point, if you mm-hmm. don't drink enough water, you know, it's like you're not watering a plant. And, mm-hmm. and if you have synthetic blood because you got blood blockers and high blood pressure pills and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. you're diluting the blood. And so now for the blood to go down to the toe where it's already pooling, it's not even circulating, giving it real blood. So mm-hmm. now it's like I'm trying to water a plant with some Kool-Aid and soda mixed mm-hmm. in it, and so the branches are going to start to fall off, mm-hmm. the leaves. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it's important that you take care of your insides extremely important you get a, the proper nutrition the problem we have in our country today is we've become this sedentary lifestyle convenient yeah. lifestyle sure. quick fast quick pro pro quo pro and get it to me real fast mm-hmm. and we eat it and we don't even think about it mm-hmm. and then we're not moving enough to kind of get rid of it mm-hmm. and so therefore then we wonder why why is my blood pressure up why am i doing mm-hmm. this why is my i had a young lady just the other day i told her it was a godsend that she got hurt Mm-hmm. in class right mm-hmm. she had a muscle fiber tear in her calf mm-hmm. and so as we looking at it trying to massage it i was felt like a charlie horse i pulled a pants leg up on both just to kind of measure the two i said whoa i looked at her leg she was swollen mm. you can press it and it'll stay you know that old person mm-hmm. thing back in the day mm-hmm. press on it and it stayed it was a dent mm. it's just like edema mm. you know what i'm saying that's like more than signs of mm. being pre-diabetic and mm-hmm. things of that nature and so i said well you need to look at this so when mm-hmm. you go to the hospital that's the first thing they said they mm-hmm. didn't even concerned about the muscle Mm-hmm. They said we need to change your diet. You need to mm-hmm. look at this because yeah. you're set up for for some some from failure down the road. And she's young. Yeah, heart disease is real. Well, Doctor Diane Collins, she says she says there are three things that we all need to be well. You have to pee, poop, and perspire. So she says you got to have urination regularly through water, um, elimination. So your colon's got to be cleanse and then you have to have perspiration so your pores are out and you're releasing toxins you agree with that well think about it, it all that's all that points to water mm. so i always tell people that don't drink water consume enough water you're walking around with like dirty bath water in your body mm. because your body's not going to let it go because they know it needs it and so mm-hmm. therefore you're not using the bathroom you're not pooping because mm-hmm. your stomach has to be in what they call homeostasis which means there's fluid in there and it's movement and it can push out through the colon just like what you talked about. Mm-hmm. So the more you put in, the more you can flush. But the mm-hmm. less you put in, the more it's going to stay. And it's dirty, it becomes toxic, and it's become poisonous in your own body. And so so you how much to. water should we, should we, should we <laughs> ideally drink? Man, I try to tell people to get up to like 100 ounces if they can. 100 ounces? 100 ounces. What? In, in, in one day? In a day. In a day? Can. You should be going to the bathroom like every other hour. You should be yeah. using the bathroom. Yeah, eight cups is like the minimum. Yeah. So what about what about so what? Okay, so getting a hundred ounces cups. of water. What do you what are, What are the best foods to eat? If Ooh. you want to for weight loss, let's just say weight. Most people want to lose weight. What is the best foods for weight loss? Well, I want to really say best food because it just has to be balanced, right? And so a lot of people think, oh, I'm gonna do this high protein thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't really take in a high lot of protein if you don't already have muscle. Because protein is strictly for muscle. And when Mm -hmm. it comes into the body, it's looking for muscle to add to the muscle, to feed the muscle, replenish the muscle. muscle. And if you don't have it, it's going to go down to the kidneys and start messing up Mm -hmm. your kidneys. Mm -hmm. And so you have to kind of know where you are. 
you can always get away with healthier fats, you know, eggs, avocados, and things like that, peanut butter, peanuts, things like that for mm-hmm. sure, and as many vegetables as you can throughout the day. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of us are caught up on this red meat and ribs and barbecue chicken, not chicken, but, you know, pork and things like that. And that stuff stays in your body too long, mm-hmm. to me, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I haven't eaten red meat, pork, or any of that in probably about 15 years. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just let it go, and I feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, there's other ways to get iron in your body, whether it's through supplementation, which I'm big on taking supplements. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't just take anything. I make sure it's customized for me because mm-hmm. I didn't know me. Like for me, I had heart disease. Mm-hmm. I had a stroke at 35. Mm-hmm. had no idea that I had heart disease. My whole mm-hmm. right side was paralyzed because I just didn't know my numbers. Mm-hmm. But I speak to that to say that I came back uh, with 100% within four or five hours because of the condition I was in. Mm-hmm. And so to me, fitness is bigger than just looking good, feeling great, and performing better. It's really a contingency plan because if you run into that brick wall, whether it's an emotional mm-hmm. distress, loss of a family member, or broke your leg, your recovery is contingent upon your condition before yeah. you actually have that accident. I, 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 I agree with that wholeheartedly. I do, you know, you can recover from injuries, from strains, all of that stuff. Even even having the, the, the inner ability to fight off colds and infections, all of that has to do with our health. Um, one more question. Uh, how do you feel about programs, Weight Watchers, or weight loss pills? Um, what are, what, are you, what are your thoughts about that stuff? Like I'm big on programs. I support mm-hmm. any program because programs are generally made to try to help people. So mm-hmm. I think if, as long as it's good intentions and there's no ill will with it, I support most programs. I mm-hmm. think that you just have to do your due diligence and do your homework and do some research to, mi- to find out if it's the right program for you. Mm-hmm. Because you may not have a weight issue. You might need to just kind of gain some muscle. You mm-hmm. might want to lose some body fat or whatever it is. So find out if that's the program for you, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, diet pills, I think diet pills is more about um, going back to the whole thing from the beginning, you know, people trying to get it done quick. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen. So I think you put yourself at, at more risk when you start to take things. You don't know what your heart, if it can handle it. You know, we've, s- we've seen a lot of professional athletes when they're trying to make weight, mm-hmm. they end up passing weight because they're taking something and your body's not conditioned to handle it. Mm-hmm. And most of those guys are out of shape at the beginning of the season. That's why they got to go through preseason to kind of go through the conditioning state mm-hmm. or stage before they can actually start running plays. And mm-hmm. so if you come off the street without doing anything and you do this all day, which is sitting down, you got a sedentary lifestyle, but you got something in your body that's making you burn and mm-hmm. you can't handle it. Your heart's sometimes kind of going to mm. cardiac arrest. Mm. So I'm not a huge proponent of diet pills. Wow. Wow. Man, this is some good information. It's challenging. But, you know, I appreciate people who do what you do because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there's certain people you got to you're going to have to cross paths with at some point. You're going to you're going to have to deal with maybe a doctor at some point in your life. Hopefully not a lawyer, but possibly it's good to have one. It's good to have a pastor in your life. Absolutely. Somebody can give you spiritual advice. But if you don't have somebody helping you with your fitness and your health, you might see the pastor. The pastor may be eulogizing you. <laughs> um, so I appreciate the work that you're doing. And I guess you see a lot of people when it's really late in the game. But, like, I appreciate the attitude you take. Like, nobody, you know, people come to you no matter what shape they're in, what condition they're in, you don't, you don't make them feel bad about where they are. And I, I've, I've, I've experienced that firsthand. So tell people how they can get in contact with you or learn more about you, how they can reach you, um, um, maybe get, get one of your uh, trainers to help work with them or something, or maybe, you know, get in one of your camps or something. How do they reach out to you? Awesome, actually. So we are located in Crofton, Maryland. Our address is 2137 Defense Highway, Crofton, Maryland. That's suite number eight. That's our physical location. 
but you can also reach us at info, I-N-F-O, at URA, that's O-O-H-R-A-H, hyphen, fitness.com. Again, info at URA-fitness.com. That's the best way to get us. Uh, you can also visit our website, which is just URA-fitness.com, and you see the various services that we offer, whether it be corporate services, in-home training, consultation, things of that nature as well. So, again, you can find us at 2137 Defense Highway, Crofton, Maryland, 21114. Info at URA-fitness.com. Nice, 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 man. Thank you so much. Uh, I can honestly say that uh, I recently became a part of the URA family. URA, we, we, we yeah, yeah. glad to have you on board. Kicking my patootie. Because um, I, I wanted to do something different, switch it up. Um, still uh, work out with, a, with another trainer, but I wanted to do something and challenge me in a different way. And just increase the level of accountability. And I think that's what you said, Darrell. We need we need a family. We need a culture of health around us so that we don't try to do this alone. Because you may have a discipline, but if you don't have a circle around you, what happens when you're eating Slurpees and, and, and all that and you don't know how to take care of all that stuff? So thank you, man. Thanks for taking the time to be here. Hey, thank you all for listening in. Tune in. Spread this information out. Tell people about this podcast particularly this message today it was helpful on so many levels and if you want, want more information about Ura fitness check them out at urafitness.com thank you again for being with us and we'll catch you next week right here on the keith battle podcast